you are listening to the Cigar Noise Boys. I get dough to flip dough to get more for show. Get my drink on, then get on the dance floor. Look, homie, I don't dance. All I do is this. It's the same two-step with a little twist. Listen, pimpin', I ain't new to this. I'm true to this. Oh, my God. I, I'm, I'm not going to be able to. I, you, we need Skip Martin for this. Um, Tyler, you got to guess? Uh, uh, Nelly. No, decent guess. Disco Ooh. Inferno by 50 Cent. Oh, oh, I've been listening to a little Fifty Cent lately. Yeah, same. Yeah, yeah I, I was. Uh, I was not gonna get that one. I'll be honest. With you. <laughs> That's right. I mean, I usually I usually do rock songs, but I thought I'd switch it up. Hey, I might have missed that too. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, what's up, everybody? Cigar Noise Boys, Dom with Tyler. Uh, joined this week by Terrence Riley of Agonorsa Leaf. What's up, man? What's going on, guys? Another day, another dollar. Uh, real quick, first question before you, Tyler, you actually start talking about cigars. Uh, so I was at the <laughs> lounge yesterday, uh, and this older gentleman who uh, gets around everywhere on a cart, uh, he comes by me, I say hi to him, and he says, what's the good word? And then I, I didn't know, I was just like, well, another day, another dollar. <laughs> but I wasn't working, so I, I didn't know what else to say. Uh, is there a right right way to answer that? <laughs> I want to show yeah, like just, a word uh, of the day or something. You should have said just living the dream. Yeah. Next time. I'm going to pocket that. Just living the dream. <laughs> uh, Terrence, what are you smoking tonight? I'm having a Agonorsa Signature, the original. What are you smoking? I'm smoking the um, Guardians of the Farm um, with that. Was what, what, what can't you call that? It's a torpedo, right? But what do you guys call it? You call we it we call it a 109 head. 109 head, okay. Does Warp do that with some of their stuff? Uh, you, you know what? Off the top of my head, I can't tell you. The, the, both the original Guardian, which was a collab with Warped, and the the uh, the Night Watch, which we did on our own, both have a 109 head. I can't, I can't tell you any of his others off the top of my head if they have them. <laughs> I don't like torpedoes, and this one has a really good draw on it, so... That's I always like. I smoked what I have today. Something I never had before. And it was a torpedo. I had to cut off like an inch to get a good draw. This one I barely took any off, and the draw was perfect. Yeah, a one oh nine head is almost like a toro. It's just a, it's a very slight taper, so it's a kind of makes everybody happy. If you if you like a torpedo, well, it's fine. And if you don't, you know, you can cut off barely anything, and it basically becomes a toro. So it's a it kind of makes everybody happy. Um, real quick, and if anybody didn't. The night walk- if someone didn't uh, do research or see any reviews from uh, the trade show, what wrapper leaf is used for that, and why is it so special? Yeah, so, so the uh, guardian of the oh, Sorry, I was getting, I was getting to that. Well, I wanted to say this is the longest wrapper <laughs> name I've ever had. Ready? This is what I wrote down: uh, Cuban seed, shade grown, and Jalapa Maduro. Or what's the best way to say that? So shade shade grown Corojo Maduro is probably the. It's not still long that way, but slightly more condensed than what you were saying. So that uh, shade grown uh, Corojo Maduro. 
but th- but all those words matter because uh, it's it's corojo. Uh, it's in grown Nicaragua. It's shade grown, and it's a Maduro, which all those things together make it unique. Yeah, uh, Nicaragua is not known for growing Maduro wrapper, and certainly not wrapper uh, uh, that's Maduro is, as far as I know, never grown under shade. Generally speaking, so uh, what made it interesting was that we used higher primings of shade grown uh, kappa and and fermented it for longer uh, using our Corojo 99 seeds and and created that wrapper. So it's on the Guardian of the Farm Night Watch, which you're smoking. It's also on the Lunatic Locos and on the Agonorsa Signature Maduro. Yeah, I tried to make that as long as I could. (laughs) (laughs) Well, mission accomplished. Uh, Mission accomplished. Thank you. So I heard that all your wrapper leaves, when I say I heard, I mean I read it, all your wrapper leaves are grown in Jalapa? For the wrapper that we use that we grow, it's it's all from Jalapa. Uh, it's hard to grow a uh, wrapper in, in Estuli. It's, uh, it's a little bit more, uh, in terms of the climate, it's a little hotter, I think, down there than up in up in Jalapa. And, and just wrapper quality leaf, generally speaking, is, is uh, easier is an easier proposition up in up in Jalapa. So our Corojo Natural, our Corojo Maduro, we have some sun-grown wrapper that we use on on certain things. Um, that's all grown in Jalapa, yes. Okay. And um, Dom, don't interrupt me on this one because I, I wrote this out. So are you a fan of um, basketball? <laughs> <laughs> I love this. We're going all over the place with this. Uh, yeah, yeah. I would say uh, I'm, I'm out of the four major sports, I'd say that's – the least of my favorites, but I still like my Celtics and I still enjoy the playoffs and I still enjoy watching certain players. The regular season, I don't turn into too much anymore because it's just, uh, it's such a long season. They don't really put much effort in until about, you know, three quarters of the way through. So uh, my answer is yes, but, uh, you know, I'm not, I would say. That's right. I was, I was looking for a, a yes or a no. Sorry. No, no problem. So, did you know that Jerry West is the NBA logo? The NBA logo, the guy dribbling, that's Jerry West? I did not did know, know that. that. No, I did not. That's uh, um, something every day. I heard that um, the new Agonorsa Leaf logo with the arm flexing, that's yes. actually your arm. And that's I, to scale. Is that true? Yeah. <laughs> that was the buildup? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I worked on that all day. Oh, <laughs> Uh, no, I, I think they found uh, I think they found somebody, uh, you know, a model or something, and they used that person. I wasn't I wasn't the model. Like, so Dojo, they they had that like with a a shake weight, right? A shake shake weight. That what they yes, call it? there was a joke where they brought me a shake weight, and they said that's how you get the agonorsa muscle is you use that thing for uh, you know a few weeks, I suppose. So that was a uh, okay. Very, that was a nice joke from Eric. <laughs> I didn't think about that. I wonder if I stole that a little bit. I might have now. But yeah, I read that on uh, the cigar feed. Um, I mean, half wheel. That that was that they used uh, your arm for that. Oh, uh, my no second kidding. question I have for you. <laughs> no, second question is speaking of uh, Eric and Dojo. Um, which blend did you like better that you guys did, the Reviver or the Bonsai? Ah, oh, it's like cho- it's like Sophie's Choice. It's like choosing between your kids. Uh, mm-hmm. I would say in terms of function, I like the bonsai more only because uh, it's I like that size. I smoke a lot of cigars like that. Uh, I don't smoke a lot of Churchill's and, and, and bigger cigars. So that cigar is perfect size for me. So in terms of that, I would say I prefer that. The, the, 
the blend, I think I actually prefer the Reviver blend a little bit more. But, uh, you know, so that basically is not really a good answer. I kind of, you know, sat on the <laughs> fence there for you. So that's as good as it gets. Oh, no problem. Um, do you know uh, Mike Moreland from Wolfhound Lounge? From from where? Sorry. Uh, uh, Wolfhound Lounge in uh Chicago area. Yes, yes, I do actually. Yes. Uh, me and him are pretty good friends. Um, you know, uh, at, at the shop I work at, like Country Cigars, it's a it's a nice establishment in Delafield, Wisconsin. Uh, we carry um Agonorsa. That's why I'm, that's where I got this uh, night watch from. But he had the that Rambo size that I like a lot. Um, so when we're at the when we're at TPE, I got to make sure Matt um orders some of those uh, the Rambo um. And uh, I will say, yeah, the Guardian Rambo. That's that like Petite Robusto, right? Or yeah, that's fine. You know, it's, it's funny the 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 Lonsdale won the you know was on the top twenty five, the top ten list. But my favorite size is the Rambo. I love that. I probably smoke the Rambo more than almost almost anything. It's perfect size and it's not a limited production cigar, so I'm not smoking the profits. And uh, yes. I, you know, it's just a, it's a great size, and I love the flavor on it. Um, yeah, that's. I I need to smoke those two, the 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 warped collab and then the one of the other sizes and see what that Medio Tiempo does to it because that's the only one that has that right. Is uh, uh what's what's that one? The yeah, Apollo. Yeah, Apollo. I keep forgetting the name. That's the only one that had Medio Tiempo on it, right? Blend's a little different on that one. Yeah, that, that's a slightly different blend. Okay. Okay, I, I should smoke those back to back and try those. Um. But uh, yeah, this but this night watches. I, I do like that this new rapper. I remember, you, when you stopped, you made a trip to Wisconsin back in last uh, spring, maybe. And there was you gave uh, me yeah, March. Yeah, I, I was up March. there. Uh, you, in fact, you were one of the first people to smoke it, I believe. Yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. And I actually, uh, I kind of weasel a second one out of you because somebody threw it away, and I'm like, hey man, let me get uh, let me get another one because th- that cigar. Is is amazing and uh, but that's limited production, right? Wait, you, yes. You got another one from him, or you picked up someone's cigar that they threw out? No, they uh, threw his out. Well, I, I believe. I, well, I, I I threw it out and said, "Oh man, I wasn't done with that." And then uh, Terrence kind of looked at me like, "Who is this guy?" And then he did give me another one. It was good. And then we smoked some old Agonorsa, and then I gave you a cigar blind, and you nailed it. I gave you the Aladino. Yeah, um, Maduro with the San Andreas, and uh, you you guessed Arroyo, and you were you were correct. And that was like your what was that your 18th cigar of the day? So I think you smoke <laughs> as fast as I do. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a I'm a I'm a fast smoker. Right? Well, you know, a lot of times you're going from one place to the next, and I hate leaving a cigar. And a lot of places you can't smoke, you know, in the park or in the, you know, wherever you're going. So uh, I go pretty pretty quick through. And then Aladino is a great cigar, so it's uh, very recognizable tobacco. So that was a it wasn't too hard to pick it out. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of Gusto um, um, and uh, uh, Julio's uh, brand there. Um, I was going to say, oh, yeah. Can you talk a little? Uh, yeah, I haven't read much information about this, but so you have two new releases coming at TPE this year? The Supreme Leaf and the Reserva? The Reserva is actually is delayed. Uh, it's, it's not going to be at the, at the, at the show, but the, the Supreme Leaf will be. Uh, so that, that will be kind of the... the the debut for it on next week right yeah next week no two weeks wait right? well well this week is this week and next week is next week. sunday is the first day of the week oh it's monday already yeah. I mean, my days are all backwards too 
It's already next week. Oh my god, time goes by so fast. Um, <laughs> I'm excited. I'm coming out Tuesday night, so uh, we should hang out. No, I'm just um, no, but hey, Dom's back. I'm, well, I'm gonna be the I'm gonna be the only one there. So I'm I'm as long as uh, you know, as long as anyone's around, I'll be happy to hang. Otherwise, I'll be alone. Yeah, because that's the thing about like the trade show is I gotta hang out with guys like Dom. I gotta meet people like him. You know, um, dude, you were all alone. You were all alone, and I came to talk to you. I feel bad for this guy sitting <laughs> in the corner at a party. <laughs> it was. Is that my first? It's my charitable my second for the show. week. Yeah, well, you brought your roommate who doesn't smoke cigars. And, anyways, um, but yeah, that's the thing about IPCPR. It's so there's so many fucking people there. You don't get to, you know, like when you visit the shop, we got some, you know, me, you, and Mike, we got some serious uh, quality time, and uh, that was a good time. So that's what I like about um, what I'm hoping the TPE is like is going to be. A little smaller, you know. It's not going to be a million, million people. You know, we'll see. I'm, I'm really excited. Is this your first TPE show too? I, I, w- I went to observe it last year. Uh, so I went out for the for the show, but I didn't have a, a booth. I was just walking around and looking and seeing who was there and what was going on. And I was impressed enough where you know we felt it was worthwhile having a booth this year. So uh, this will be our first year for actually having a booth. That's awesome. I'm I'm really excited. Can you talk a little bit about what you um, observed last year, or anything interesting? Or yeah, I mean, I, I would say that it uh, it seems the, the the costs are low for doing it. There was a lot of retailers I saw there who I haven't seen, you know, uh, at a trade show in quite a while. So uh, that was interesting, and 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 it was only a couple of days, so. Between between the costs and the number of people going, and they, they really seem to be promoting getting people out there, so that's uh, that's always good. At the end of the day, for the trade for any trade show, it's it's who's showing up, and, and if you get good attendance and you compare that to your cost of attending, I mean, it just becomes a, a numbers game. So it, it certainly worked worthwhile for us to be there. We'll, we'll tell you uh, at the end of the month, <laughs> but but I, I, I it looks very promising, and and uh, we're excited about it. Awesome. So I haven't been to a TPE, but I was talking to uh, my local lounge's uh, owner, and he said there's no smoking on the trade show floor. You have to go to like a designated spot. Is that true, or is he mistaken? That was that was not true last year, I, as far as I know. Uh, I would have to look. I mean, they were smoking everything on there. They were smoking okay. marijuana. <laughs> they were smoking uh, vape. They were doing. I mean, they had everything out there. It the the cigar people are kind of. Put in one side, and and then the the vape and the CBD and and the and the other stuff is another area. So it's kind of separated out that way. But certainly, uh, people were sm- were smoking last year. Okay, um, let's talk about the lunatics. So this is the first time I saw it was at the trade show last year, and the the ring gauges on those are insane. Well, it's so, the name. Yeah, it, it makes sense. <laughs> My uncle, he his go-to is the six by sixty flathead by CAO. Sure. Um, other than and he'll smoke one in the morning on his five-mile walks, uh, but I don't see too many people around me. I'm in uh, the Bay Area. I don't see too many cigar smokers reaching for large ring gauges. Is there a a place around the states, uh, maybe a certain state that 
almost always has larger ring gauge, gauge smokers. It's, it's funny you say that. So our top five best-selling cigars are all 60, or with one exception, 60 plus. Dang. Every single one. And, and so if you take the 8x80, for instance, the 8x80, one out of 100 people will smoke that. But that guy that smokes it, that's all he smokes. He doesn't okay. bounce around. Number one, there's not much other options. And, to, and two, they just kind of get stuck on what they smoke, and that's, and that's it. And, and so there's, a, there's a, a store in Miami that basically has one guy that buys that cigar, and he goes through about 20 boxes a year. And the thing in the cigar industry, you don't really need that many people smoking something for it to, for it to stay on the shelf. I mean, you, you get a couple guys, uh, it'll, it'll stay there if they're smoking consistently. So to answer your question, I mean, na- nationally, ring, big ring gauges sell everywhere. Okay. And, and although the 8x80 is kind of like a very niche market, uh, 60 plus is everywhere. And in fact, if, if you come out with a, I mean, I would say unless you're a, you know, more boutique and you're looking for kind of the, the type of person that quite frankly would listen to this type of show who's probably usually not a 60 ring gauge person. Uh, if you come out with three sizes, one of them should be a 60. I mean, just from a sales um, perspective. Well, yeah. the one, with, my, one of my 2020 with, uh, goals was to, in 10 years, come out with maybe a single cigar. Like small, small release, just something I could say I made. So I will, I will note that. I don't know if I'm going to actually be smoking a, like a 70 ring gauge cigar. So <laughs> noted. Well, you know, one of the things that I'll say about it too, and again, it's not my size personally, but especially like on on the, on the 60s, which I feel are not as, as awkward to handle as, as, as the when you get to 70 or 80. But they used to be blended. When 60s first kind of came out, I think most manufacturers felt, well, anybody that smokes this doesn't know what they're doing. Just throw some more filler in there. And it, they weren't as good as a cigar in a Toro or a Corona size or anything like that. And now people blend to the size. And we certainly blend to the size. So I mean, our, our Aganor's Leaf Habano line, I would say the 60 is the best tasting one. It's not my size, but the, the blend is excellent in that size. So uh, I would say, you know, in, maybe don't, don't go 70, 80, but try 60. You know, our JFR Titans, Corojo, I mean, might not be your favorite cigar, but uh, you'd be surprised how, how, how balanced and, and flavorful it is. At the the old shop I worked at, we had a guy who would go through um, a box and a half um, every other week of the El Chiquito. Yeah. Um, he was a big fan of that. And then, like, you know, when I – this is this is going to be a, kind of a long story, but it's funny when, when, I, when, I, when I started Lock at the up. cigar shop, um, I came in there, I'm looking around, you know, I'm like you – know, I'm kind of familiar, familiarizing myself with what we had there. And I'm like, JFR, I'm like, what the what the fuck is this? You know, and then I'm like and then I'm like, Casa Fernandez. I'm like, AJ Fernandez? I'm like, what and, and then I start uh I, I I meet the the broker and um then he starts telling me, Oh well, we make cigars for Illusione, we make cigars which I've heard people say Illusione and Illusione. I've heard Dion say I swear I've heard him say it both ways, I could be wrong. Um and then you you know, then H V C which we were one of the first five uh, the shop I work at now and the other one, we were in the first five shops to open um, HVC. And you find out all these cigars that you guys make, you know, and that's like, that's when I really got into it. It's like, well, why do I like this cigar? And that's what, you know, Dom's trying to, he does blind reviews. He's trying to figure out, 
why does he like the cigar? He's going back on his favorable reviews. Um, his ratings are either a single or a five pack because he has a um, well, he has a travel humidor to store his cigars in. They're not my reviews. First of all, a small batch. No, small batch, small batch. But uh, <laughs> anyways, anyways. Um, so and that's the thing. I, and I started finding out all the cigars you guys make, and then also, and then I'm like looking. I'm like. So then I started bringing in all these different sizes, you know, and then, uh, like we did the jackhammer. I found the guy, you know, all this guy looking for the digger. Well, we haven't had the digger in six months. Well, Hey, we, um, Casa or Aganorsa makes, um, something similar. Let's go bring in the jackhammer. Bam. Then they're taking that one, you know, and then we happened to run out of the eight by 80 asylum. Well, we got, you know, you, you got the big lunatic and then, and then you guys all of a sudden there's a Habana wrapper. And then, and then I try like the, the short Titan, and it's like those are more my jam, you know. And you just we went from like selling just the El Chiquito and some other stuff to selling. We started selling a crap load of the uh, Buen Uncle Cetre before you guys even switched the band. Yeah. yeah, and I would go and say, I'd say, guys, go and look at the band. In fact, here, let me take this off real quick. And they were like, this is, yeah, they're like, this is eight bucks. I'm like, yeah, this is eight fucking dollars, bro. I'm like, and, I, and then I would go in their spiel that you guys control everything from seed to ash. You grow your own stuff, and I kind of give the story, and then I, I add that I help um, raise the company up. No, I'm kidding. But, uh, no, um, no, and, you know, and, and when you do that, to interrupt your long story here, I apologize. Is, uh, <laughs> Don't apologize. That, that, that's exactly the whole point. Like, that's honestly all I'm trying to do is get people to do what, what, you, what you just said because it's more meaningful from you. And so when I came into the company, it was just like you said, it was people were more familiar with brands we made than, than, than us. And that, that's a, that's on, you know, on our, that's on us to, because we didn't have the the right strategy to present ourselves. So once we, we rebranded as Agonor Sleeve and, and for us, it's, it's about the tobacco we grow and how we, we cure, ferment, you know, age blend and, and create a signature flavor. And how that flavor, people love it. Even if you don't haven't heard of us, you've probably had it and loved it in, in some other brand. And then giving the retailer, like you did the Fumas with us where you smoked the Corojo and Criollo from us, I believe. And then giving them that information and, and demonstrating to them that this isn't just some crazy story about, you know, uh, tobacco being grown on planet Mars and being fermented in a nuclear reactor or whatever, or whatever else. It, it's, a, it's a real yeah, genuine thing yeah. that creates a unique taste. And once you convince... Uh, our retail partners of that uh, and give them the information so that they can tell their consumers that's how it works. I mean, that's what our success. We, we've, we've been up uh, two years in a row by 50%. And that's, you know, in this market, I think is, is outstanding. And it's because of our retail partners and consumers going around telling people that you've got to smoke Aganorsa. At the end of the day, I, I'm just some guy that works for the company. You're independent of me. And so is other consumers. And so your word goes a lot further than mine. And that's the, the weird thing is um, a lot of these shops don't want to do that, that work. And they just want the cigars to sell themselves, you know. So, like, you're kind of a product of your environment. Like, when I've been smoking cigars probably almost 10, 10 years, I got super serious um, that first trade show when I got back. It was like... My mind, like, fuck, my brain blew up, and I'm like, you know, meeting all these people, meeting Saka, and and just all these people you meet, and like the shop I used to go to a lot, 
the only cigars we would have, like new stuff, would be like uh, the new. Not that I'm saying anything bad about them, but like the new Rock Patel. Like I remember the Catch Twenty Two. That was a big deal when that came in. Or like the new, the Cao Osa Soul or the uh, Pelon. Or you know, we only only thing I was exposed to was that. I wasn't big in the forums. You know, I wasn't on Small Batch. Now I'm on Small Batch or uh, Cigar Noise, and you know, but. It's you, you have to be a shop can turn somebody and that's what I, I focus on was the um, relationships and that's turning the guy who was smoking um, um, one cigar a week to, hey, come hang out. You know, we, we have a good time here, you know, and then they're coming in a couple times a week or getting the guy from the uh, a cheap bundle to the um, Nick's um, Charter Oak, you know, for a dollar fifty more, you can get. um a really good cigar or the lunatics, you know, I, I got a lot of people that spend that extra buck and they could taste the difference with a lunatic versus a, a Florida Oliva or, you know, which is so it, but people don't want to do that work because they just want to stand behind the counter and point to the humidor where I try to build a relationship. I want to be treated how Miguel Shodell treated me the first time I met him, the way Mo Molly from uh, Patina treated me. When I first saw my good friend, um, Andrew Brennan, um, stuff like that, how they treated me when I was getting into it, um, is how I try to treat the customer. You know, I want them to, to geek out about shit. Like I geek out about stuff. So, but a lot of retailers aren't like that, you know, yeah. so, so that's, part. the best scenario is, is what you described is that that's what you want is you want the retailer uh, and his staff and, and his managers and everyone to to, to do the process just as you described it. That's, that's huge. I, ca I can't tell anybody how I can't emphasize enough how important that is. As you said, though, there's also cases where the retailer is more or less happy with whatever he sells and one thing more than another, and it doesn't make any difference. And he's happy with the guys that come in and buy what they want. And in those cases, you know, you try to, you try to work with the staff. Sometimes maybe the owner isn't that way, but his staff is, or, you know, there's a customer in the store who's influential and he influences the store. And also, you know, you know, hoping when I go into a store, I see the humidor and if the cigars are all over the place, I'll, I'll clean it up and, you know, put, you know, with the GFR, we'll put the pigtails up, which looks really nice. It, it uh, stands out well and people will walk by that and look at that and it catches their eye. So, so you're absolutely right. I mean, we, we, you can't, rely on that process happening because there's a lot of people that don't do it unfortunately but but you try as much as possible to uh to get that to happen and there's a lot of instances where you can get it to happen i mean and again we're proof of it because that growth is due to people getting it in people in uh retailers and and consumers and retail staff getting it into other people's hands that weren't familiar with it and that's like uh what jack carano said um once before that you know you when you first open the account you deal with the owner or the manager or whatever but then when you come in and visit the shop again you take care of the staff because they're the ones selling the stuff so it's Absolutely. like and that's the hard part we had a brand um a rep come in from a, a company that is um a smaller company probably been around maybe three or four years and he talked about how you have to hand sell this and i'm like I'm like, that's tough because I, I have the brands that I like now. It's like, it's hard to add. I can't add anything that I, that, you know. That, well, first that, of all, like, I would say that's a horrible way, you know, and again, I'm sure it was well intended, but like, that's a horrible way to present things, uh, you know, even if it's true, which it, which it probably is. I mean, it would be after you hand sell. What you do is you get the guy excited about it. So he wants to hand sell it. You know, that's what, that's yeah. how you, you manage it. If he, if he goes in there and he blows you away with how good it is, 
and it tells you about, you know, it's, it maybe it uses some tobacco that you're not familiar with and you really like that. With, you're going to go out and you're going to you're going to sell that because you want to. So it's a, you know, you got to be careful. <laughs> hey, you got to go hand sell this. You yeah. gotta, basically, you got to work. You got to go work for me. It's like, <laughs> so I got actually, got, you know, what? No, I think I said that. I think I mixed it up. I told him I would have to hand sell it. And I told him that I don't have any, I don't have any uh, room in my rotation for that. It's like, I kind of told him, you know, it's, it's the, the, the relationship you build. Well, first of all, it's got to be a good cigar. You know, I, I'm not, because if, if you start pushing stuff that, um, that you don't believe in, you know, you lose that trust that took you, you can lose that trust in five minutes where it took you two years to get that trust. So, um, and that's like, uh, going back to, I was going to say this earlier about Aganorsa. I'm like, see, this is, this is shit I got to deal with at work. And my full-time job, I write down for my, this is uh, on the side here. I write down, I'm going through my notebook. I write down for New Year's resolution. I'm writing down every cigar I smoke. Price point, how would I rate it? How would I buy it? Wrapper buying a filler. And this this fucking guy at work wrote my Dixie wrecked <laughs> because I'm so fucking horny is what he wrote on my review. I said I was I'm writing about the Saka's Nakatamale. I said, uh boxes of seven, they're coming coffins, they're great with age. And then it says my Dixie wrecked because I'm so fucking horny. And I, 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 you leave your notebook I, out I got, in the public at the lounge? <laughs> No, this is at the at the airport. Oh, like, I'll put, I'm what? Like, Dear diary. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you're Somebody buying wrote that in your, at the airport. Wrote that in your notebook. One of my uh, employees or one of my coworkers wrote, but he wrote it. He he wrote it. My Dixie D I X I wrecked W R E C K E D. So it says my Dixie wrecked great with age <laughs> because I'm sofa S O F A king. Oh, this guy, I hate him. No, he's a good dude, but he's, 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 I, I got mad. I'm like, dude, this is my notebook. I write all my notes in it, man. And I have this, my Dixie wrecked in here. So I forgot where I was going. Oh, Aganorsa. <laughs> I can't wait to see how this ties in. If I hear, it doesn't, I'll just it through my book. But if I see something that has Aganorsa, I'm going to smoke it. Like that new Gorko. Uh That's a damn good cigar. I smoked that with uh, Juan Lopez, and that's got a really good retro hail. So yeah, yeah. We we love hearing that when somebody says, you know, hey, I smoked this other brand because I heard it had Aganor. So one of the things we've been trying to do is we're not saying, oh, the stuff that we just make for our proprietary brands is is the good stuff, and everything else is the secondary. It's like we 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 grow a massive amount of tobacco. We got eleven farms, so we can make. A lot of great cigars, and so it's it's great to see uh, whether it's HVC or whether it's something we make for Gurkha or whether it's for a foundation or whoever else uh, that we're doing stuff for. Uh, when somebody says, "Oh yeah, I can't wait to try that," it's it's made by Aganorsa. That we feel we're doing our job because we're we're helping our partners as well by driving people to to try the, their product. Um, so I, I'm reading here that. Um, you guys grow a lot, and you got uh, so you sell eighty percent, and you keep twenty percent for yourself. And then wrapper, do you keep most of your wrapper? We we keep all the wrapper. We we oh. we, we grow about fourteen thousand bales, and we keep about fifteen hundred for ourselves. So it's probably even less than it's probably more closer to ten percent than uh, than twenty. Um, it depends on the year, I suppose. But the wrapper we only use for the brands that we make. We don't sell that off. That's it. 
Okay, that's what. Cause I see that Altada or um, Altadas and Drew Estate buy a lot of your filler and binder or filler at least. Yeah. But don't sell the wrapper, but you'll sell the wrapper. You'll make a cigar for somebody with your wrapper. Okay, that's exactly. correct. I didn't. Um, and then all your wrappers are shade grown, higher primings, and they're all grown Jalapa. With Jalapa, you get better aroma, flavor, wrapper. Um, Esteli, you get um, nice strength, nice white ash because of the heavy magnesium. And then um, my good buddy uh, works for Oliva Tobacco Group, uh, um, Gustavo Cora. Um, oh, yeah. Eduardo, um, Eduardo Fernandez gives Oliva Tobacco Group um, some props because uh, they gave them their big break by buying a lot of backy from you guys, a lot of tobacco from you guys. I read an interview um, with uh, Eduardo uh, Fernandez. Yeah. Yeah, yeah this is back with 12,000 acres, 12,000 acres. But interesting. So, hey, Donald, we got an analogy for us? Yes, I do. Let's do it. Uh, so this right. analogy, I actually didn't come up with myself. This is from Crazy Canuck, uh, also known as Rich. <laughs> Good guy. If escargot were a cigar, what cigar would it be? Now, escargot is pretty polarizing. Some people like it. Some people can't get over the fact that it's uh, snails. I actually have not had escargot. So I would say escargot is like the Kentucky fire cure because okay. it, it, it has polarizing opinions. The people that like it, love it. And the people that don't won't touch it. And so it's kind of, I think, uh, I think it's kind of the same in that sense, at least. So that's what came to my mind. Nice. Tyler, you got a, anything? Well, I mean, I'm not as fancy as uh, Terrence. And I live, I live in the Midwest, you know, so it's a, um, a lot of meat. <laughs> fa- potatoes. Fancy as me. What is what? <laughs> What, what, yeah, what, I mean, the, Fedora or something? Well, I think I told you when I first met you, you're a lot different than I thought. I thought you were going to be a square, and you're you're pretty cool. Oh, Do you mind me saying that? Good to hear. Uh, I'm like, oh, look at this guy. He has his shirt tucked in. You know, he's he's talking about uh, length and strength. You know, but Tyler wears uh, a tracksuit every day or a hoodie. I try. I try it's to look like, like I'm gainfully employed. Yeah, well, well, you should you should see what I wore today at work. We have uniforms, and it was cold. Obviously, it's Wisconsin, and I had a pair of um, jogging pants on over my work pants, and I wore them all day. And then I went to the supervisor's office. He's like, "What are you wearing?" I'm like, "It's cold down there." And he's like, "Yeah, get those fucking jogging pants off." And then I always think about forgetting Sarah Marshall when he gets in a fight with his uh, with Sarah Marshall. And he says, uh, "She says you've been wearing those jogging pants for one week." straight and he said yeah if it would have been sean john you would have been okay with it so like a designer there man no one laughs at it. i fucking love forgetting ceremony i don't know sean john uh, that's what they use in the movie i guess i could have said gucci or whatever yeah. but yeah it is it is jumpsuit january and uh uh jp fingers has been rubbing the uh jumpsuit all, all january but uh candela man candela is pretty polarizing you know uh, I tell Matt that I'm the owner of Lake Country that I like, uh, like the the Roma Craft um, Candela is really good, and he called me a millennial. That's a millennial cigar, Candela, you know, because you know, um, you know, like Black Label uses that on their Green Hornet. So I think Candela. I've never had a cargo, but I think Candela. I think you either like it or you don't like it, kind of thing. So what do you got down? Uh, I I forget the year, but the Las Calaveras, the one with the bright neon green. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a couple uh, years ago, I think. So yeah. Last year, the year before. Two years ago, I think. Uh, that yeah, kind of came out of nowhere. I know it's a wrong green for a snail, but uh, I thought that was very different. It stood out. Well, it was kind of like Punch did the same thing. Punch had kind of neon colors for one of their cigars recently. I don't know the name of it. What does neon have to do with snails? Hmm? What does neon have to do with a snail? I don't know. It's just, well, it's neon green. I think of green being snails. But I guess really, because I've heard escargot just tastes, tastes like uh, butter or garlic, whatever you feed them. My dad tried to make escargot. He bought, or he found some like small snails and just started trying to feed them oatmeal. Uh, but they all died. <laughs> it didn't work. Uh, you come from a strange family. That's the end of my story, yeah. Um, hey, Terrence, I saw a picture this week. Uh, so I'm a big Schmokini fan. Uh, ah. I saw her with some Sisters of the Leaf. I'm yeah, not they sure. came by the office. Okay, they were at the office. I wasn't sure if they uh, went to a shop and you were there or what, what the deal was. No, they came by our uh, our office in Miami. We, we roll cigars in Miami, too, so we showed them that and we showed them the warehouse and then we, we sat down and did that agonistic experience with them and showed them how to you know basically what we do at events throughout the nation but we just did on video and, and they're creating a group uh the, the cigar uh smoking chicks the cigar, cigar smoking chicks i believe it is off the top of my head mm-hmm. and so it's a, it's a group of three of them and they're going to go around and, and kind of show behind the scenes into the cigar industry so i was blessed to be their first uh victim i guess uh, for lack of a better word and uh we had a great time it was really it was a, it was a fun time they were really great cool uh tyler we have to get her on for valentine's day hey you you work that's, on that that's that's all i'll hit her up because um she was on you just mentioned jp fingers they had her on first uh the one and only rebar but we'll reach out we, we have a full chance you were pretty devastated with that you were pretty <laughs> devastated that's okay well i I think they're kind of, you know, they keep talking about her farting, so they might be, they might not be. Uh, well, that's, that's, uh, if you watch the the interview they did with her, or whatever. Um, I haven't seen it yet. They have a segment called "Shooters Gonna Shoot," and so they just went through all of her photos to find the weirdest comments, and there's some weird stuff out there. Oh, so now, I'm sure I can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> so now uh, every post uh, she has, they just comment about her farting or something. Just throw off anybody who's reading the comments. <laughs> yeah, there's 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 two there's two levels of, of people that comment on women on the internet in general, and one is the subtle comment, which is kind of like, oh, you know, great pick, or oh wow, you know, your your eyes really you know come out in this picture, and then there's the guy that just says you know the stuff that would probably get him arrested. If you were, you know, in a place, you know, in person, you know, and, that, and that's kind of the, what I've seen are the two extremes of people that comment. Yep. Has anyone ever publicly said that you have a um, haircut like a rapist? <laughs> Anybody? <laughs> not uh, yet. Well, not till now, I guess. Well, not you guys. Uh, Matt Booth said I had when I shaved my head. Oh. He said I look like a. Oh, I thought, I thought you were talking to him. I was like, "Whoa, he's gonna hang up." No, I'm just, I'm, oh, I'm wondering close. if you guys heard that because I don't know what to think of that, you know. So I actually started growing my hair back out, you know. Well, I was gonna say, ask uh, when he said that because your hair is pretty long now; it's almost back to normal. It grows back pretty fast. And that's why I told her. Everybody was like shocked. They thought 
I was sick. Matt thought I was uh, a convicted rapist in prison. And I said, Matt, you when, know. When you, when, when you ask people that question in the future, you may want to put the context first and then ask the question. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I got, uh, Dom, edit, edit that out. We don't want to. We'll, see what, what, I, we'll see what I can do, but. <laughs> yeah, he said that. He said that on Coop's podcast. Um, and then I got ridiculed because I like boxer briefs. He said you either go boxer or nothing. No, it's no boxer mm-hmm. boost, dude. I'm with That's you there. I'm We're underwear brothers. I just I go, go with what makes you happy, man. Don't don't let don't let people judge you. I have a friend who has to wear two pairs of boxer briefs because he's got big balls. <laughs> um, that's a, that's a, a fun fact. Oh my fact. goodness! Uh, All right, um, oh, t- back to cigars. Uh, yeah, Terrence, yeah. is there is there a correct way? To light a cigar in the car safely. I haven't found it yet, I don't think. I, okay. I, I, I generally don't drive and smoke unless I'm like just, you know, mind-numbingly dull. But not really because you kind of have to take your at least one hand off the wheel. And then and then you have to kind of look at what you're doing so you don't over, you know, charge the cigar. And then you're not looking where you're driving. So I, yeah. I would say light your cigar before you get on the road. That would probably be my, my recommendation. Or get, a, or get a driver. Get somebody to drive you around. Nice. Oh, see, I was under the under the impersonation. Oh no, not the impersonation. impression. The impression, impression. Thank you. That your son did all that for you. Your son would cut it, toast it, take a few puffs, get it going for you, and then hand it over to you. Yeah, well, my fear would be that uh, you know that somebody from child services will see that, and then uh, <laughs> I'll end up <laughs> having a difficult conversation with my wife. So I haven't had her had my son do that yet. Well, I figured he'd, he'd take over, you know, in the family biz, you know. Well, he's, uh, he's, 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 he's just, you know, he'll be eight in another month. I mean, I think he's got a little bit more time to, you know, make those decisions. Probably isn't even like mushrooms and tomatoes yet. Come on. <laughs> he can, uh, I don't like either of those, but he can babysit himself at least now. I mean, eight years old. What? I was cooking ramen noodles on the stove at eight. Um, Look how you turned out. I smoke it. <laughs> yeah. I, I smoke in my car nonstop. And, uh. Um, that's why I bought this car. I bought a Buick Park Avenue just so I could uh, smoke in it twenty four seven. So, um, what did I smoke with with Miguel? I smoked uh oh crap! I don't know how to say it. Dom, how do you say that cigar? I La Colisión. Yeah, and that, you couldn't you couldn't even see me in the car because there was that much smoke in my car. I had to I had to put the window down, and it was it was twenty degrees out, so it wasn't that bad. But um. Yeah, Dom, you need to start smoking in your car because you only smoke two cigars a week. So oh, if I, you start smoking in your car, when I because uh, I'm a convertible, no, I put the top down, I'll smoke. But I'm gonna wait till it's not California cold anymore. I'm looking for a solid okay. sixty degrees before I can smoke. Yeah, that's another thing. Putting the window down is annoying. Yeah, see, car is not ideal for smoking. Oh, that's perfect. It is nice um, if you're just going on a like Highway One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah, you don't have to turn or anything really for a while. That's you know, that's nice. But any yeah. any type of driving with traffic lights and gridlock, and then a lot of other annoying cars that don't know how to drive. Uh, Tyler, you said you. Well, I know you smoke a lot in your car. Do you have an ashtray? What do you use for ashing your cigar? Um. Well, I have an ashtray, but most of it ends up on the seat. Try on yeah. track. Yeah. <laughs> in the tracksuit um 
And uh, what I'll do is um, I'll have a, I have a little like uh, broom. I sweep it on the floor. I, I should probably vacuum it. Um, it's messy and, and, and it smells. I don't like that. I always get the cigar butt out of there. But I did buy some uh, um, smoke stuff from the shop to spray on the carpet. Um, I have leather seats. You know, it's a 2002, so it's, uh, it's you know, luxury we're talking through and through. So um, that's a little – I can't spray the leather. Now, if it was cloth, I could spray that thing all day long. But leather – but leather doesn't, I don't think, soak up the smoke as much. But the worst is, man, when that's one of the reasons why I shaved my head. Is you get all that smoke in your hair, man, and then it's like it sticks. That's to you, why man. you shaved your head. There was a multiple. Why, 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 why don't you just take a shower? <laughs> yeah, that too. I, I, take, I take many showers. Um, uh, <laughs> that's good. That's good to know. <laughs> but another reason why um, I shaved my head is the static electricity in Wisconsin in the winter is awful. So I'll. I hop out of the shower, looking my best. I pull my hair. I put my hoodie on over, and I put my hoodie up. I take my hoodie down, and my hair is flat. It looks like it's has been washed in like three days. Because that static electricity, man, it flattens my hair. And look at look at this puff I have going on. Just get a blow dryer. Static- yeah, get some mousse. Now, what I started doing was spraying um, static X, static guard. But that stuff's really flammable, so I was afraid I was going to do a Michael Jackson and light my hair on fire. I think I that's for it. your clothes, not for your hair. Yeah. Well, I sprayed on my check, hoodie. Check the label. I, <laughs> I know it's extremely flammable. You you can't even fly with it. They we we take it away from you. You can't even fly with that stuff. It's that flammable. So, but uh, Terrence, man, that view is looking pretty nice. I mean, it's building, but it looks it looks nice. Yeah, I get that. Oh, there we go. There we go. That's the better one. There you go. Nice. I'm in a, I'm in an old office, <laughs> down in a creepy bedroom. Yeah, you got um, a nice calendar on the wall there. Uh, question. <laughs> Uncigar related though, so we're just gonna keep this going. Uh, is it possible to be good looking but unphotogenic, or is that just an excuse that people say that are ugly? No, I, that's definitely true. There's okay. a lot of people that that they don't pull off as well i agree i think there's something about the third dimension that changes things yeah the light you gotta get the right light yeah so tyler people don't you know need, to tyler you need to start taking better pictures for our instagram page did you buy like a photo box or something yeah but i haven't used it well yeah because the first picture you took the cigar looked like a turd <laughs> <laughs> oh. which one was that it looked purple. It was black and oh, it was bad. I have, I have to say, of all the podcasts I've ever been on, this is one of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, you mentioned earlier about you have to be a nerd to listen to this. Well, we don't post it. This is for us. Um, yeah, I'm just joking. <laughs> that would be a big. We actually had a, a pretty good download week last week, right, Dom? Yeah, Tyler usually front loads the episodes with the cigar talk, and then I'll just bring the random. More like herf-like questions, I guess. Um, we got who's it? I forget who asked this question. Uh, cigar twin trends for twenty twenty. Do you see anything coming up that'll be big? I really, I have no clue how to answer this myself. 
Uh, I think I think so, so much depends on FDA and what happens there. I think that's the, the yeah. that will be a big determinant. It's hard to do a lot of new things or innovate right now with that, you know, hanging over that. Okay. I I got a question. Okay, go ahead. Okay, go I'll ahead. throw this out because uh, you know, LFD La Florida Minicana is known for their uh, one release with all the artwork on the the cigars. Uh, then Roma Craft came out with, uh, what was it, a 2019 release where they had some Candela wrapper on it, uh, designs. Craft 2019. Yeah. yeah. So my prediction is that that'll become more common. More artwork or designs. Uh, yeah, I can see that. Tobacco on top of the wrapper leaf. Make it pop a little I can more. see that. Yeah, that's a good one. I've been hearing a lot about... Uh, and um, at 2019 with a down year for releases, I don't really believe in that. Um, you think people are being overly critical when they do these reviews? We went on a big rant last week about the Baca with we had Skip and Mike on, and uh, you know um, there was a, a review panel that actually scored it well, but they kind of shitted on it a little bit. Um, I think 2019 was was on par with any other year. I mean, I think people are just trying to start a narrative maybe, you know, because I thought there was a, um, a lot of good cigars. I think some of the stuff that Viaje did, they did the, the TNT and the C4. I think that has this wrapper on there. The, uh, shade grown. Yeah. On, on, on one of them, at least off the top of my head, I know you used it on one. You know, and that was really good. The Baca, the Neanderthal LH, Room 101 with that 10-year anniversary that AJ did was really good. Farce Maduro was really good. Um, Guardian of the Farm, Night Watch. Yeah, I'm smoking it right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of good releases that. Uh, so I don't. I think that's. Um, I think people are just being overly critical. I, I think some people you just do too much with it. You know, you're you're doing too much. It's like it's like when I played football with a guy, he was six four, two seventy five, could bench press four hundred pounds. He had every accessory you could have. He had the face shield, he had the two hundred dollar football glove, he had the knee braces, he had um arm arm bands, and then he get hurt in the first quarter of every game. It's like you're doing too much, bro. And I think uh I think people are over when they're smoking cigars, they're they're overdoing it, Don. I'm talking to you in your ratings. Oh, come on. My on small batch or my Instagram reviews? No, your Instagram reviews, you stopped scoring them, which is probably a good idea. Well yeah, because I just figured it it was dumb because I'll like you said, I wanna review cigars that I like. So everything is above an eight, which doesn't tell you anything. Plus the reviews are more yeah. about the just the humor that I I do in them, not the t- flavor notes or whatever. Yeah, Terrence, me and Dom, we have the, the under under one-minute review game on lock. He's got his cigar analogy reviews. I have my one-puff cigar reviews. Uh, between those, you don't need anything else. You don't need a 7,000-word diatribe about uh, um, nutmeg and baker spice and peanut butter wow. brittle. I mean, I, I, that's all on you guys to make those determinations. I, we, we, we make the cigars and we put them out there and we hope people like them. And if they want to talk about them for eight seconds, or they want to talk about them for two hours. That's uh, 
that's all on them. We just we do our best to make cigars people like. In fact, I'm going to paraphrase the great Eduardo Fernandez. <clears throat> when he's talking about cigars, he thinks in terms of strength and sweetness. He doesn't get more sophisticated than that. He leaves that to the writers. Man, that's how I am. I... Ah, great minds think alike. Yeah. Dom, what do you think, bro? These reviews, what do you think? I mean, if you don't like the review, you're not going to read it. You're not going to trust the person. So essentially, they just have a journal <laughs> they're keeping for themselves that <laughs> <so> they suck. <laughs> oh, thanks, man. No, I like it's your okay. reviews, Dom. One every month. One every month. Yeah. No, your uh, your blind reviews. Oh, yeah. My only my only beef is your ratings. Just because you don't have the storage capability to store a box, doesn't mean you can't rate a cigar box worthy. That's how it is. No rebuttal. That's no. How it is. Um, Terrence, we don't want to keep you too long. Uh, real quick though, I want to say shout out Cigar Noise. Uh, check out the app, website, uh, good group of guys in the app. Uh, whether you're new to cigar smoking or you've been around a while, uh, always good to give some feedback. Uh, but also, in between, when I was trying to do my uh, analogy reviews over winter break, I tried a side-by-side with uh, the Claude Le Chien, the original release, and then the new new release. Oh, the Garden of the Farm? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm wondering, Tyler, have you done a side by side with that? And I, I should have done it the first smoke of the day, so I, I need to do it again because I think I have some left of the uh, original. Well, isn't every smoke you do the first smoke of the day? Can you smoke one? one yeah. and, okay, okay, that's good. <laughs> okay, I'm done. I'm I'm done. Come on, Dom. Don't don't go quiet on me. Um, I'm just kidding. Um. No, I haven't done that. I haven't. I haven't. The only thing I've done was the, like the Fuma stuff, where you're trying, um, where you're, like I always thought I really liked Omotepe, and then um, and then I smoked just Omotepe. I'm like, it's nice, but I like actually Lajero better, you know. And next time I'm down in Nicaragua, which will be in March. So Terrence, I'll let you know so we can hang out down there. I'm yeah. Um, I, I'm I'm, I'm going twice in one month, so I'm not going to be back for a while. Yeah, I was gonna ask you, how was your uh, your sales meeting with uh, with with um, Paul, aka uh, Earth? Yeah, um, the, was, rep, uh, the rep around here. Yeah, it was it was good. I, we wanted most of the guys uh, when I came on board. We had several territories that didn't have representation, and I brought people on. And then the guys that were already um, here had never been to the factory or hadn't been in ten years or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to really show them that. Listen, all the stuff we've been talking about for the last two years, you know, we want you to see it. So that way, it's one thing to, for us, it's, it's all like, that's why we have people smoke the Fumas. That's why we, we really put everything based on the taste and flavor of our tobacco, because we want people to experience it. And so when we take the sales guys down, that's a great opportunity for them to see for themselves what we're doing. So when they go in the shop, they can say, hey, I was there. I saw this. So it went well. I'm just, you know, I think you should have brought um, one of your favorite retail partners down there. I, I would have had a good time down there. So. <laughs> I'll, I'll put it on the agenda for. We're not going to probably do another one in Nicaragua for a while. So uh, next time though we do, uh, we'll uh, we'll consider mixing in the retail partners as well. 
Yeah, that'd be great. Um, so you're going to Pira Sabora next? Or this tomorrow? Tomorrow you're going? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. There tomorrow. Yeah, that's awesome. That's uh, man, it's pretty fucking expensive. Man, I was looking at tickets. Um, I didn't want to take out a payday loan. You know, the interest rate's like seven hundred percent. But I thought about going down there. Seven hundred percent. What do they break your legs if you don't pay the bank? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> no. Uh, one of the funniest fucking videos I saw was this guy standing in front of a title loan place. It said, guys, look, it pays to have great credit and to have your car paid for. I took out a title loan for $1,700, and my payments are $400 a month for four years. Because <laughs> yeah, the interest that, rate is... <laughs> in, in retrospect, uh, that, was a, that was a mistake. Yeah, I, I think he was being funny, but... <laughs> um, I actually put that on my Facebook, and I had... These people don't understand my humor, I think, because I get all these um, messages from these old people saying... Bro, that's like 2,000% interest rate. I'm like, I'm joking. So I had to edit it. I'm like, guys, I really didn't take out this loan. I'm just, I thought it was funny. But um, that's the one thing about Facebook, man. That's what I like about Instagram. There's not a lot of old codgers on there. So I can post my funny shit and, not have, and then the joke doesn't go over. Well, the joke probably goes over everybody's head anyway. The problem is people don't read Instagram. They only read face. They read Facebook. I mean, they see the picture on Instagram, but they don't. They don't read. Yeah, I, re- I scroll through Instagram, just like pick, 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 and I'll people stop. will read it if it's a picture of a of words, but if they they don't actually read the the caption below. Yeah. All right. Well, um, yeah, I mean, if I got if, if I got to scroll down, I'm not reading. It. I'm reading the first sentence. <laughs> gotta get you in the first sentence yeah you got you got 10 words i'm not looking at 41 hashtags <laughs> all right cigar noise boys picture of the week goes to vika to everything richie uh he just posted this actually it was pretty convenient uh picture of the night watch uh but, okay speaking of captions this caption is nothing good happens after midnight he's got his nice Espresso, oh, I saw that one, yeah. yeah, um, and his little travel humidor with a uh, warped small batch, uh, Caldwell on it. He posted this like at noon my time. Well, he's not in the West yeah. Coast, but what what is he talking about? <laughs> this is like from last. I'm assuming it's from last night. Why would you be drinking espresso though at night? I've some people say that it makes them fall asleep. Ah, I don't know. That seems that seems a. Was, Maybe he feel like people were sleeping on the stick. Get some night watch, <laughs> smoke them. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, there's a lot watch. of questions in this. Yeah. Night watch. Nothing good's happening. Uh, oh, night, oh uh, well, duh. Yeah. Yes. That's perfect. All there right. There go. Uh, Terrence, unless Tyler has another question with his list of notes and Google Docs or whatever. Uh, um. <laughs> Are you serious? You opened yourself up to that. I'm just trying you to keep the oh. one hour mark. You, you uh, blew it. You, you left that one open. You, you, get, you left open well, the door. Yeah, I guess, Terrence, do you have any in closing? Um, <laughs> is there anything you'd like to say to me and Dom that you've been holding back on? Besides not knowing who we are in or remembering that you've met us before. Nah, I, I, I appreciate you guys having me on. And uh, and it's been it's been quite an experience, I have to say. I'm actually shocked that you agreed to do it. I'm not lying. Like I was going through my uh, my uh, messages on Instagram, and I'm like, Terrence Riley, Terrence Riley. What? You just hey, hit no. up like 50 people? <laughs> you just sent a bunch of DMs. 
no, 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 no. I hit up. Uh, I, I, I was I was the only one that said yes. Uh, <laughs> um, my dad said no. My mom said no. My brother said no. Matt said no. Uh-huh. No. Uh, actually, I, I only I, I just went through there. I'm like, who have I like said a couple words to? And then I'm like, Terrence. I talked to him in June of 2016, and uh, he's never heard of this podcast. But he said, "Yeah, I'm game." And he's like, "Next day." So I appreciate that, man. No, my pleasure, man. Um, yeah, thanks. Otherwise, I would just have been um, talking and Tyler myself. That gets old because I don't talk; Dom, I just listen. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm trying to teach you some stuff. Well, well he tells we have Skip and Mike on, and he's like, "Oh, ask him some questions. You're the tobacco guy." I'm like, "Yeah, with you, you don't know anything." But I, these guys, what am I going to ask go, them? I'm going to go back and listen to that one now because I, I, I'm intrigued as to how it went. It went pretty bad. Um, <laughs> the thing is, I, I told Dom this yeah, after the interview. In the foot. Oh my goodness! No, that's that's you know I'm I'm a realist with this shit. So I told Dom afterwards. Like first of all, I was kind of like, okay, that escalated quickly because it started off so hot with Mike. Mike is me and Mike. <laughs> For an hour on the phone, Rosales. Skip, I hung out with Skip in Nicaragua. I was at his house in Austin. We hung out playing video games for 12 hours straight. Your best friends. And we get along. Yeah, no. Uh, Blood brothers. <laughs> I, think, yeah. um, I think he just took pity on me. It's kind of the thing. But you get him on here and he's like, what questions you got? <laughs> and I'm like, okay, Skip, I've seen you on podcast, bro. And you take over. I, I was expecting that skip. And you never know what skip you're getting. You're either getting, you know, skip going on. And I, and I was talking about the Baca and, and then these reviews, and he just wasn't having it, you know. And I'm like, you know, so I was pretty intimidated with skip, you know. And then he, he, he pulls up. I'm talking to him on Skype like this, and it's like, <laughs> you see half his face. He just looks pissed. <laughs> and then, yeah, I was pretty intimidated. Um, and then Dom was drinking four loco. And uh, it was it was a shit show, but um, I talked to uh, uh, Rich um, Canuck, and uh, he actually enjoyed it quite a bit. And I told him, like, how bad did I sound, bro? Did I sound pretty intimidated? He's like, no, you sounded fine. I'm like, yeah, because I was kind of like, I had to, like, drive away and think to myself for a few minutes about about everything that happened. But that was, that was a fun podcast. It wasn't, it was, it was, it started off really with a bang, and then it kind of crashed. Well, awesome. it was fun while it lasted, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, and then Dom's rushing me off the stage. He's got the he's got the cane trying to yank me off. Yeah, I got great so. to do, man. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. It's date night too. That's what I was gonna say. Thanks, Dom. Um, mostly Terrence, but Dom, I thanks yeah. for. <laughs> oh. no thanks again, Terrence. I really appreciate. it. I'll see you in a couple weeks. All right, brother. Right. Right. Looking forward to in, in a week. I'll see you in like a week and a half. Yeah, if you don't put a, a restraining order against me. I think Skip started one, though. I, wow. I did get started today. Maybe I'll, I'll just hang around him, so that way I'd save myself the time. <laughs> just, <laughs> he's not the rest of the week. Just watch out for the tall white guy with the uh, rapist haircut. <laughs> no, Terrence is, Terrence is taller than me, first of all. Taller than you? Yeah, you're 6'5", right? Yeah, 6'5", yeah. 6'6", something like that. You're not... In heels? <laughs> I'm six three. I'm I'm almost six three. Dang, I thought you were taller. I look 
Dude, there's a picture of me and him when I was 100 pounds heavier, which I can't even show anymore because I looked like a... You should have told me, Terrence. You should have had a... Like, when I was down there in Nicaragua, uh, this would be going on again. Yeah. I had a... <laughs> you, you cut out a little there, buddy. You, I, think you had I, a button. I wish I was actually actively muting you, but uh, yeah, you did kind of cut out. I think you're... Yeah. Okay. I'm wrapping it up. Skip told me that as I was fat my whole life, and that Skip's only been fat for like seven years, so I need to lose weight. And Gus Gustavo said the same thing, and I'm like, all right, guys, don't worry, I got something to work to. So I'm down 100 pounds now. Congratulations. You didn't even notice, so I'm slightly offended. I mean, uh, but anyway, don't comment on people's weight one way or the other. That's probably pretty smart. <laughs> All right. Tyler, you're done. <laughs> uh, thanks for bearing with us. Uh, Terrence, because you're over there in Miami, three years ahead of my time, or three hours ahead of my time. Uh, appreciate no, you being on no again. My pleasure, guys. Yeah, right. Thanks. All right. <laughs> Rock and roll. Take care, guys. Yeah.